Welcome to Great Match Generator, episode number 21 here on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. I just got a new microphone, so I sound better. As you noticed on the Rich Lotta Breaking News Audio, I just had gotten that microphone, new microphone, and it was sweet to get that new microphone. You, you sounded great, and um, as I told you, that was uh, that was some great audio you guys did. Yeah, on the Cody Breaking News situation, which... That has brought out the worst in the internet, but we digress here on yeah. the Great Match Generator podcast. We're not here to talk about current wrestling because current wrestling sometimes sucks. You know, yeah. we're here to talk about classic wrestling, and classic wrestling brings out the best in people. <laughs> Didn't you feel a lot better watching these matches or watching a classic match and feel like you didn't have to have a take or a hot take? Yeah, I, um, I've watched this. Um, I, uh, all of these matches, I actually streamed on our Discord server. And it was pretty, it was, it was fun. It was a fun watch along. Yeah. Yeah, I watch. I watch these on my own because I've been hella busy lately because work has been picking up, and I just haven't taken the time to um, really sit down with anything, and that's my fault. Yeah. At the same time, it's also you know, and you. And, like, it's just life sometimes, you know? For sure. You feel like you're in a go mode 24-7. So, yeah. Let's, let's start uh, with Hulk. I've started to try to... Yeah, go ahead. No, continue your point here. Oh, um... Yeah, I've my thing is I've just I've gotten lucky lately. I've been able to just kind of slow down. It's it's hard. I get it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. It's just so hard sometimes, and I feel like I feel like a dumbass, you know. But let's yeah. digress into some wrestling instead of talking about our personal lives, which. Some of you guys don't even care about. Not to say that none of you guys care about it, but but it's my outlet, so you guys have to care about it. <laughs> Hulk Hogan versus Harley Race. Harley Race versus the racist. Harley Race versus the racist. Yes, indeed. He was wearing white, so he was white knighting. <laughs> No, all jokes aside, <laughs> all jokes aside, this was actually pretty decent for what it is, for what it was. I mean, you can tell it's, you know, Harley in his last hurrah. Um, there's a hot start to it. It's kind of, you know, like most of those WWF main events back then or WWWF main events back then. Um, what did you think? Yeah. On this one? I thought it was okay. 
nothing too special. I thought there was going to be blood because Hogan was wearing white. That's I well I thought um, I thought I thought Harley would bleed. I had I had that in my notes too. I was like, this needs blood. I'm just watching and I'm like, like Harley will you know hit his head on something. I'm like, okay, he's gonna blade here. Uh, but it not didn't happen. Yeah. Um, if this was the NWA, you sure as hell thought, oh, this would be blood. Oh yeah, that would have been a bloodbath for sure. Um, I will say, uh, <laughs> watching this, Hogan kicks out of the pile driver. I'm just I was like, Hogan, Hogan politic to kick out the pile driver. Let's let's be fair and to you. Then he <laughs> kicks. No, and then it gets better. There's a floor pile driver. And yes, I remember. Was, yes. Well, it was like, my the finish God. was dumb too. It wasn't even like Hogan hitting a pile driver. It was Hogan Harley trying to hit a diving headbutt, and he hits his hit on the belt, and then Hogan hits a belt shot, and then it, it was one, two, three. Yeah, I yeah, ugh. terrible finish. It was terrible. <laughs> it, it, but the match was badass. I thought it was a good brawl. Yeah, it's one of I'd say it's one of my the better Hogan matches I've seen. Hogan was this was sort of the start of the time. Bix was starting talking about this. There was a turn in like 86, 87 where Hogan was starting to work a little more awkwardly. Yeah. You start you sort of started to see that in this yeah. match. He wasn't working as hard. He took two yeah. pile drivers, but but it, he took two pile drivers from fucking Harley Race, who probably protected him pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. You, you trust Harley Race when you do the pile driver. So I gave this three and a half. I exactly what I gave it. I gave this I, uh, three and yeah. a half. This was fun, but. Could have been a lot more. And it wasn't even Texas Death Rules. A pitfall <laughs> finished it. It wasn't like a uh, 10 count. Pinfall and a 10 count. Yeah. Does WWF always suck with death matches? Like, quote unquote, death matches? Like, the last man standing matches are terrible anymore. Uh, and then, like, you know, you've got. Uh, the boot camp what, matches are good. The boot, yes. Uh, like when Slaughter's Savage, involved. Yeah. Uh, Savage versus uh, Crush at Rainy, WrestleMania 10. That was right. kind of a sleeper. What did they call that? This one? wasn't was that a, a sleeper, but this was sort of like no blood. It took me out of it. Yeah. But speaking of matches, that did not take me out of it. Nasty Boys versus Steiners. And holy shit, I did not think this one would be good. I was trying watching this. And then I was so, like, I'm in love with this. <laughs> I watched this around Halloween time last year. So, like, but it wasn't, like, super, like, let me take notes. Let me whatever i just kind of had it on as oh uh, I, I took no notes i took no notes in this match See, I, I was like I took copious notes 
I took no I took- notes. This this one was the Jerry Sags show. Jerry yeah. Sags was very good in this match. He was the best performer in this match. That that's my hot take. <laughs> it's oh God. I don't want to compliment the nasty boys at all. I didn't want to compliment them either, but uh, I'm like but Jerry Sags. Really, they were so good here. And I mean, the Steiners are the Steiners. Like it's the Steiners in 1990. Like you know what you're getting there. Yeah, you you know what you're getting, and it's fantastic. This was basically a big guy spot fest. Yeah, I called it. I called it a bomb fest. They were bumping. They were bumping meat out there. Yeah, they were bumping meat. They were bumping meat, and it was fantastic. Four and a half stars. I gave this. I went for four and a quarter. Um, man, the Frankensteiner is so cool. Uh, the uh, just the uh, Doomsday Bulldog is so cool. Yeah, I was done to see the nasty boys take that i don't remember which one it was this is i watched it a couple it weeks was, ago it was knobs it was knobs that's okay i was i was stunned i was like there's no i there's no way he, he's gonna reverse and then sax took the top rope belly to belly suplex this yeah, match just etched into my mind because because um i loved it so much the hot tag was great too. Like the, the heat segment was really good. And then like the crowd became unglued. When Rick came in. Yeah. When Rick came in, it was like all gloves are off. I was like, I was marking out. And this is a match from 1990. He hit that uh, double clothesline, bro. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. He hit that double clothesline. And it was like, you know, people were going ballistic for that and it was it was just it was just fantastic best match in nasty boys career oh we used and it's to- funny and it's funny because we had the nasty boys watch party coming up on the uh, dwe um discord discord tomorrow if, if i get this up in time because tomorrow at three o'clock on the 26th um join us every saturday at three o'clock for watch parties certain wrestlers get watch parties and then sunday is joshi day on the server at three o'clock so we're watching joshi in chronological order which is always fun Gotta plug that GWE Discord. Oh, of course. Um, um, I, I now that you mentioned that, uh, I'd like to um, shout out uh, that Discord and specifically Cass for um, he made me a Joshi playlist for my server, and it was incredible. Yes, Cass is a good guy. So. All, all, the, all the people there are good guys, so, and gals there on the GWE server, so, incredible yeah. people. So, I highly endorse that server, and a link will be in the, ser- in the show notes below. 
Let's go into a match I highly enjoyed again. Yuki Ishikawa versus Alexander Ochka. I think you're going to be higher on this one than me. Oh, I love this. This was slick. This was slick. This was fun. This was this was shoot style that I want. You when you think shoots when you think shoot style, you think like slow, methodical. This was quick. This was this was fun. The combos were great. Suplexes. The finish was yeah. There was that the finish sick. came out and no. That what sick was the Kimura. What was the finish? So, so Oscar was dominated. He was doing a two, he did a tombstone into two full Nelson suplexes, and I just watched the match about an hour ago. So it was two, it was two, two, two full Nelson suplexes, and then he got nine count. Ishikawa got up. He had a Tiger suplex, got up at five, and then, and then. Ishikawa caught him with a Kimura. Yeah, okay. I had it in my notes that I loved the finish, but I couldn't remember. I also, okay. Finish finish was a catch. I also, um, okay. He did a, they did a giant swing spot and a shoot yes. style. I, I, I don't think I like that. Like shoot style. A giant swing. I was like, there was there was a hurricanrana in there too. <laughs> oh, it's good. I don't I don't mind a hurricanrana. Wait, actually, you know what? I think I have seen a giant swing in an MMA fight. I'm okay with it now that I think about it. This was this was fun. This was fun because it was they're fun. just doing big bombs, big throws. The submission exchanges were smooth. And they were realistic. It was fine. I I gave this four and a quarter. <laughs> this was fantastic. I maybe I need to go back and watch. I put down three three and three quarters, but maybe I don't know. Maybe I need Alexander Oska really stood out to me because he was like awesome. He was like projecting himself as like a badass. Since Cow is fine, and a lot of people like it, Shikawa. But Alexander Ochka to me is just like, whoa. And then Kiyoshi Tamura versus, I'm not going to say that first name because I would butcher it, Minishima. Mishima. Um, what did you think of this one? I thought this was pretty good. I thought it was like the- solid. Like it was. Hot light. Solid, yes, it was solid. It w- it wasn't better than the the other one. No, um, it was kind of a basic grapple fuck match. Like, I mean, it's better than Terminus, but um, you know, this was Mishima's first pro match. No, I did not know that. For a first pro that's, match, this is this is phenomenal. <laughs> that, that's incredible. Wow, I did not know that. It they, okay. So, I will say they did a really good job of making it look realistic for you know, for a shoot. You know, that's the point of shoot style. Yes. And the submissions were really. And tomorrow good. looks like a god. Tomorrow looks like a freaking god. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, and the, the crowd was super into it. Um, I, I went like, I think I was like at three, three and a quarter, three and a half. I didn't really have an exact. Yeah, I went three and a half on it because yeah. it was like something where, where it was like, it was impressive, but, but nothing all time great. It was nothing all time great. No, it was just a, it was like a solid shoot style fight. Like this is like a micro sized edition of this show, and I feel bad, but at the same it was time, just, it's just how what? the match. It's just how the matches came out. Like it's, I just think it was a weird set of matches where we don't have a as lot much of, to say, and sometimes, yeah. sometimes it will happen. Sometimes yeah. the show will be 15 minutes. Other times the show will be an hour. So yeah. it's perfectly fine, you know. But next episode, Necro Butcher and Toby Klein versus Nick Gage and Justice Payne. Oof. Uh, are you in the death matches? Are you in the death matches? I was for a time. This I... was like my era. This was like my era of death matches, too. So Wait. I got into death matches. Like I, I had almost, I had watched almost no even FMW until like two years ago. Cause I always was just like kind of off it with that. And then I guess like some of the matches Moxley was having like kind of changed me or something. I don't know. And I was like, hell yeah, like dude, death matches rules. Like let me watch all the Onita possible. And yeah. I also really like Nick Gage. So it, he's he's like a live act, though. Like, I know I'll probably get in trouble. Like, a lot of people dislike his style or whatever and think he's bad. But, like, you got to see him live to understand. Right, right. Yeah, you got to see him live to understand the whole act with Nick Gage. I haven't seen him live, but I sort of get it in a way. It's um, like, I was at the... Um, what did they call the show that had the war games match on it uh, the night before all, um, all out last year, like art of war or something. Art of war. Yeah. 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 And uh, I was there for that. And like, there's nothing like when, for whom the bell tolls comes on. Yeah. We also have Ray Mendoza versus Tatsumi Fujinami, new Japan pro wrestling, 8, 13, 1978. Oof. Then we have Kiyoshi Tamura versus Volkan Rings, 926-1997. Hell yeah. And then we have British Bulldogs versus Heart Foundation, 923-1985. Uh, since um, on the topic of Brett and Dynamite, did you see the question that was at, on Twitter the other day where it was like, who from before 1990 would you put into current day AEW? And like, I kind of want your take on it. Let me. Fujinami. Yeah, that was that was one rope brought up. We talked about Terry Funk. Like, we were trying to get Funk. Some of the Funk would definitely be one where it would be like, this makes sense. 
It would be worth it just um, for Funk versus Mox. Um, Jumbo. Jumbo would be good. Well, Jumbo, it depends on what Jumbo would be doing. What, what It would depend on what Jumbo would be doing. If it's Grumpy Jumbo, then hell yes. Yeah. Uh, that Brett and Dynamite came up a lot. That's why I asked the question on after you mentioned that uh, match. Um, yeah, there was some. It was good debate. Probably good debate on there. Yeah, Ricky Steamboat. Did Steamboat come up a lot? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Steamboat did come up a lot. Um. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. He's a great character. And Waller. Who? Waller. I hate to say it. I I hate to say it. I was so like, I thought about suggesting Waller. And then I was just like, man, like, he's such a piece of shit. And then I just went with Dundee. Because Dundee Memphis crew, that whole Memphis crew, yeah, because they know how to adapt so well. Um, we were talking, so uh, Heenan got brought up. I didn't want to bring up Heenan, like, like I thought about Heenan, and then he got brought up to me, and I was like, see, I didn't want to bend the rules because he's not a wrestler, quote unquote. So, like, then I started thinking about other managers and then I just pictured Gary Hart standing next to like today's generation of wrestlers. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. Gary Hart standing next to Adam Cole just dwarfing him. Or Paul Allering. (laughs) Yeah, dude. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. Who else? Young Gary Dawson. Junkyard Dog would be fun. Um, actors, he was Buddy Rose. The, so, yeah, Buddy Rose got brought up. Adonis got brought up. Uh, some of the guys that, like, end up, you know, burnt out real quick. I think in 2022, like, they'd be better off. Like, I right. think they, you know what I mean? They wouldn't be working fucking eight times a week and whatever on hard-ass rings. They'd be working Wednesday, like and indie dates if they wanted or you know wwe even has a reduced schedule now i brought up bockwinkle um yeah oh yeah bock would be great yeah french too. catch yeah um perfect the french king. catch guys yeah i well so i brought up so I, I was trying to think of people from World of Sport. And Drew Briggs, like, even though yeah. he's a murderer. Um, <laughs> uh, that's not a politically correct answer, but Jim Brakes, even though he, you know, he's a murderer and all. Um, he, he did I, that in the late 80s, though. Not World of Sport, but I landed on Billy Robinson. Yeah, Billy and, Robinson would be phenomenal. But I could see Billy Robinson not getting over in this generation because he was so mat based and yeah. like 
in AEW, like there's too much cool shit going on to just just be like the mat work. Right. But the episode after that, speaking of speaking of workers, we have Adrian Neville versus Sami Zayn from NXT. 12-11-2014. Holy shit. I just watched that the other day. It's the one where Kevin Owens turns on him. Yeah. Rockers versus Buddy Rose and Doug Summers from AWA. Christmas from 1986. Is that the, is that the cage match? I'm not sure. No, it's not the cage match. Because cage match was that super clash, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Katsuyori Shibata versus Jun Akiyama from Wrestle 1 in 2005. I'm going to be so sad watching Shibata. And then Rick Rude versus Ultimate Warrior, SummerSlam 89. Warrior. I think that is the cage, though. I think that is the cage, though, because Rick Rude and Ultimate Warrior did fight in the cage in SummerSlam 89. Yeah. Uh, Rude got brought up in that uh, AEW discussion, oh, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Rude. Rude. Definitely rude. Yeah. Um, Dan Hansen. Did Hansen yes. get brought up? I, yes. Hansen got brought up. Um, Carlos Colon? No. That's Carlos a good Colon one. Carlos get brought up? That, that, that's a good one. Abdullah? Um. I had an I had an interesting one. Uh, well, Sayama came up a lot. Um, we debated on if you can use Liger because like he's not really known for his work in the eighties. We kind of had the same debate about Misawa uh, and Vader. Um, I said Hamada. Hamada um, would be good. A lot of Joshi, like a lot of the like. Dump Matsumoto. Dump yeah. Matsumoto would be awesome crush in AEW. Crush gals, like, or crush girls. Just, just dump Matsumoto in AEW would be the idea of her just wrecking things in 2022. For Riho. Prime, huh? pr- prime dump Matsumoto is incredible. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of others. Andre, like pre, it would Cass, have to be pre 1983. Andre, yeah, uh, Cass brought up Andre too. I mean, it's it's because you know, if you ever watched the Andre Hansen match, I that sort of changed my opinion on Andre because because it it's like Andre was. W- when he got pushed to be on top, um, he was he was not as mobile. Yeah, it's well, yeah, and like, dude, once, dude, everybody that goes went to WWF like for the national expansion just like stopped working. You know what I mean? Like, sure, Koshinaka, maybe. Uh, I think. I don't remember if he got brought up did or some, not. Did somebody bring up Shiro Kosunaka? I I don't think so. Or Masa Saito or Ricky Ricky Choshu would be freaking awesome. Yeah, Cho, I think Choshu got brought up. 
he's another one like I don't know it's like him Jumbo um Eddie Gilbert all kind of fit into oh Eddie, Eddie Eddie Gilbert would be but like no they'd, doubt they'd, they'd also be headaches though you know what I mean they'd be, they'd be headaches but Dutch Mantel would be awesome yeah that's another one um Piper got just got like Portland Piper, Piper got caught up. uh Hennig. Yeah, uh yes we brought up uh, just just for one match alone, uh, I would like to see this form of Brian Danielson versus Ronnie Garvin. Oh, my chest uh, hurts. Like young, young. Hurt. He's still wrestling, so we sort of know what he's like with this with modern wrestling. But Necro, yeah. like prime Necro Casas. Yes, uh, I think Cassis got brought up too because I was trying to think of like luchadors, and that's how uh, we landed on Hamada, Tatanico, Atlantis. You know, Atlantis can still move, and Casas can still move. Um, Tatanico is phenomenal. Yes, um, I can't remember who else we brought up. Savage got brought up. Um, Savage would be incredible yeah 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 you can't forget savage because uh wrote had a really interesting one um this is one like that kind of like the the junkyard dogs and everything like where you're talking about guys that would hopefully like do better in this generation uh barry windham got brought up yeah barry windham would do a lot better Arn would do a lot better in this generation well, we were joking around with it because we were talking about um, the pistol. <laughs> well, the not just that. we were talking about Arn, like how, like Arn, like we were joking about Arn, Tully, Sting, and the Rock and Roll Express being like in the conversation. But like, holy shit, they're still like they're all surrounding AEW. Like Rock and Roll's even been on their TV. They're about to wrestle FTR. Arn and Tully are still out there. Sting's still wrestling. Rock, rock and rolls are as good as they were in 1986. <laughs> that, yeah. that, 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 that's the phenomenal part. Tenra. Did Tenra come uh, I believe so, because we were trying to sort through like the top guys in Japan. Um, Tenra would be freaking awesome because I I brought up, I don't know how okay. I know a lot of people. I know he's very polarizing to people, but uh, Brody. Brody, Brody yes. for Bro- Brody for Brody Bro- versus Mock. Brody, Brody versus Mock. No, he got Takata, maybe. So, some of the guys like well, Takata I guess doesn't really apply to this. Takata got brought up. Yeah, Takata did get brought. Uh, Les Owens brought up. That was his first name. Was yeah. Takata? Now that I think about it. Yeah, so. so at least we got to have this discussion. And that, yeah. that sells out our episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Looking at future episodes, some of these episodes are so stacked. Oh, I know. When like, dude, every time I look at the list, I just like, especially like uh when we went on that long hiatus, and I would just like 
randomly scroll the list and be like, oh, hey, let me watch this awesome Lucha match or whatever. Like, yeah, it's a stacked list every week. Yeah, it's a stacked list every week. Even though we didn't have as much things to say this week, it's going to happen sometimes. Yeah. For those that don't know, our list is it's it's a list people made of you know contenders for the greatest match of all time and we it, randomly- they have to be nominated and stuff like that i i should up update i should update it take it take out the ones we but that's too much work yeah i wouldn't so, bother i wouldn't um, even bother yeah but uh we, there are 2021 in- matches there are some matches that got nominated you know yeah it's it's fine. I, I just was explaining to everyone that like we took that list and put it in a randomizer. So some weeks you'll get an episode like this where it just so happens to be four matches that there isn't much to say about. Some weeks you'll get matches that there's a ton to talk about. Yeah, yeah sometimes it'll be four bangers and then it'll, yeah. it'll be like... You know, and and some and sometimes it'll be one banger that we'll spend forty five minutes on, and then <laughs> I just looked at episode one fifty. The Boneyard match is the same episode as Okada Shibata. I'm being dead serious. Oh, God, the bone <laughs> the Boneyard match is on this. Yes, and it's. And how the randomizer got it. It's the same episode as the Okada Shibata match. Uh, guess that's probably going to be the longest episode. I have to watch effectively the end of Shibata's career. And then I have to same watch week. the. And then I have <laughs> to watch a cinematic match with The Undertaker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was just going through it and I'm like. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, match reviews, did you see my last tweet right before we went on? No, I didn't. What was it? <laughs> I guess uh, Tony Khan was on Cage Match today, and uh, or on Busted Open today, and he said like he goes on Cage Match to read reviews, and I was like, oh, Tony, no, <laughs> Tony, no. <laughs> Tony, no. <laughs> Just go to Crapple. Fuck. Just read The Observer. Follow me on Twitter. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'd... Yeah, listen to listen to Social Suplex and listen to us. Listen to One Nation Radio. Listen to Voice of the Rat. Listen to the flagship who celebrated ten years this week. You know, you know Lanza. You know, you know Lanza and Craig. Talk to them, please. God, <laughs> God, he wants a whole opinion. That that's what makes him a good promoter. <laughs> listen, yeah, dude. Listen to God, listen to Brian and Vinny. I don't know. No, but I, I don't really like Vinny's opinions, honestly. <laughs> Some, uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes I differ with him. It's just, I don't know. I think that's kind of an age thing, though. Yeah. <sighs> Cage match. God. Cage. 
like, I just saw your tweet. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> the saga of Adam and Twitter is just phenomenal, too, because it's like, I'm off Twitter. I'm going to take a break and then deactivate my account. And then, and then I'm on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Um, yeah, I came back because, I don't know. I, like, I, I came back, I deactivated again, because I came back because there was one thing I wanted to talk about. And then I, you know, I came back again to talk about other things because there was a problem in our community that needed to be snuffed out. And I um, kind of was debating. And then um, I, so WrestleCringe messaged me, uh, Cringe Wrestling Takes, and he asked me if I wanted to do a space with him before Dynamite. And that's the main reason I'm staying on. Um, we did a space right before Dynamite and we had about... Uh, it was I, successful. I, I saw how, how many people were in there. It was like, I, I hopped yeah. on for like a minute because I was out on Wednesday. I, so it's hard for me to like keep track of how many people are in there because I don't really look at that. I like to scroll the timeline in case like anything comes out while we're discussing stuff because like, you know. Yeah, stuff could come out, yeah. Like if we would have done it like two hours earlier, we would have been talk doing a Dynamite preview and all of a sudden we find out Danielson's like wrestling Garcia, but we like wouldn't see it if I'm not scrolling the timeline. So you kind of like right. need to keep afloat on stuff. Keep, keep an eye, keep an eye, yeah, yeah. Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill, Bill, <laughs> Bill, Bill. Bill. <laughs> Those are the best days in class, watching Bill oh, Nye. Yeah. <laughs> we go from wrestling to Bill Nye, the science guy. That's how we do. <laughs> we do it. Plugs. I just uh, plugged your Twitter for you at Adam Yuri yeah. Four. Yep. Uh, what happened to the other three Adams? Uh, no. Uh, my Twitter, uh, non toxic wrestling friends, uh, Discord. Uh, catch me on Spaces before um, before uh, Dynamite every Wednesday. I might. Uh, me and Russell Cringe might do more spaces going forward. We have possibly a pretty big guest lined up. Danny, I'm sure you can guess who it is. Don't say it. I'm uh, not going to say it. So, yeah, uh, catch us there. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, DJ D Cooks on Twitter. On me. Um, GWE Discord too, my Discord yes. Yes. server. We so just, we have to get that thing popping. We have to get that thing popping. Yeah. Uh, social Suplex um, Discord, of course. Social uh, Suplex Discord, Social Suplex Podcast Network, One Nation Radio. Um. Yes. Keeping it strong style and all the other podcasts. Bam, we're done. All right.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.